The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. It is my great pleasure to announce that the 2023 Heisman Trophy winner is Jaden Daniels from Louisiana State University. Wallace settles under it at the 25, gets a block, comes to the near side, 30, spins out of one tackle, 35, along the near sideline, 40. He's at midfield. Wallace to the 40, still in his feet, 30, 20, 10, celebration time. No flags. Wallace in the end zone. Hayes in the barn, and the Ravens win it in overtime. It's a legendary moment, man. Something that only a couple people in this world would even think about doing. I hope they still show it whenever whenever he goes to the Hall of Fame because that's that's a legendary moment that uh, we didn't get to didn't get to really uh, witness. Back to throw, looking left, looking right, pumps, runs out to the left, throws on the run, Lamb at the seven and strolls in, walks all the dogs. Touchdown, Lamb. Jump corner, Sores open for three and the dagger got it. And you can unhitch the wagon, put the ponies in the barn, and kill the hog. The Sooners are moving to 9-0. I said, what in the world is this? All right, who's up? Hey, listen, everybody. So let's go. And let's get started in here. Let's go. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day and a new week. Monday, December 11, T-Row in the morning show time. Bringing it local, blasting it. You know how it works. A1 and turkey bacon taking the reins now. Toby and TJ with you. Hope you had a great weekend. Time to shake it off. Got to get back to work today. Eh, kind of. It's December. Nobody really works in December, do they? I don't think so. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Big day in the NFL. Chiefs are big mad. Cowboys big impressive. Sooners get a big win over Arkansas on Saturday in Tulsa. We'll discuss Thunder back in action tonight. We are now 17 days away from the Alamo Bowl, 14 days away from Christmas. Billy Bowman's coming back. DG's going to Oregon. A lot of transfer uh, transfer portal stuff going on. We got more show that we can cram into our allotted three hours. So let's get after it. We welcome in my very best friend in the entire world, a man I saw some, I don't know, 75 to 100 feet away on Saturday, T to the J. Perry. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, morning, TJ. How was the shoot? The shoot was the was really cool. It was really yeah. cool. Yeah, um, I was. You at, recommend? 
I recommend. It doesn't take long to get through unless you're going through many more of the shops than we did. We went into several of them, but there were a lot more we could have. It it took us, I'm saying this, uh, gauge how far you want to drive for something that takes about an hour, hour okay. and a half. It can take you up to, I mean, you could spend three, four so hours So it's more there. than a drive-through thing. It's a walk. It's not drive-through at all. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. You walk through it. You walk through it, and it's, mm. I don't even know how to describe it. Um I posted some pictures of it on the Facebook yesterday. It's like these pergolas all down Main Street of Sepulpa, but the pergolas up top are decorated in a way that I've never seen Christmas decorations mm. done before. They are mesmerizing. They're fascinating. It's like each pergola, and I guess that's why it's the shoot, because you're going through all these like alleyways kind of. And there are all these different themes, like you've got a snowman one, a Santa one, an elf one, a reindeer one, a military mm-hmm. one, a, um, on and on and on. And there's just, they're decorated, and I, I don't even know how to, it's like, it's like you're looking up at floats in a parade. Okay. And it's, it's really cool, really well done. I was taught, I looked at Katie at one point, I'm like, how long does it take them to put these things together, like... This isn't like a two-hour thing. Like, this is got to take them weeks, maybe months to put together. So, and then all the shops are open, and they've got little pop-up shops, and there's people selling, you know, hot chocolate, and they're roasting s'mores, and they've got the igloos that you can rent to, you know, sit in there and uh, roast s'more, uh, marshmallows for s'mores and drink cocoa, and it's a, it's a really cool thing. It's a cool, really cool you, thing. You, we, do you pay? No, it's free. It's free. Really? Parking's free. It's free. We lucked out with the that? parking Way big time. Way to go, time. Sepulpa. Yeah. So, yeah, we didn't, we didn't spend a penny there the whole time we were there. When the volleyball team uh, takes to the court for the first time, uh, sometimes the parents will, like, form a tunnel with their hands. You know, they'll stand across yes. from each other, and they'll put their hands in there. It's like a tunnel sure. for the players yeah, to run about. through. Is it similar to that? Like kind shoot. of, kind of is, yeah. Pergola is yeah. the only way, really, I know only how to more describe lights. it. But it's like the bottom sides of every pergola are just decorated to. Here, I'll send you a picture of one. All right, send me a here. photograph if you don't here. mind. That way you can visualize it. And so, does it get an hour and this twenty is under, minutes from this here? Is so underneath, I can decide if I want to make that trip or not. This is underneath there, one shoot. of them. I don't remember. This may be the elf theme. I think that Bronx and Katie are standing under. I watched the elf last night. Oh, Christmas, Roland uh, family Christmas movie night last night. There's we went another uh, one of them with the elf. Uh, oh wow, look at that! Yeah, it's it's like Candyland wow. exploded on Sepulpa Street or something. You know, Holy it's cow, it's crazy. That. that is a lot going on. So that's nice. I'm gonna have to check it out. So you walk and you can buy stuff along the you way. You walk there. and there's little shops, yeah, and they're selling Christmas stuff and. Uh, there's, you know, Sepulpa theme like Christmas shoot sweatshirts at shops and there's a, you get down towards the end and there's little pop-up shops that are actually like storage sheds that you would have in your backyard, but they're little people set up with their little businesses inside the shed and they're selling their goods. And so that's, it's a fun like, evening. Could I make an observation of the photograph? Go uh, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Bronx would. Perry supporting the Sooners. Uh, way right. to go, bud. Right. TJ not supporting the There's Sooners. There's a uh, Sooner uh, sweatshirt on underneath my jacket. Oh, know? okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Got it covered up. That's interesting. Zipped up. It okay. was a little cool out. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to check it out, I think. 
I think that you've sold me on the shoot. I'm going to have to check it out. I don't think I've seen anything like that before. So, I will say um, parking's a bit of a uh, an effort, and we just completely lucked out. So hmm. that would be the only thing. And I someone tweeted me this weekend that he believed they walked like, I don't remember what he said, like six miles from their parking spot or something. Hmm. So uh, we were about, I don't know, 200 hey, feet. Hey, uh, Sepulpa, let me know who I need to notify if I'm headed to the shoot so I can get a front yeah, row parking front row place. parking. You need All the right. parking pass, yeah. Yeah, let me know who I need to notify. Well, it was great to see you even at a distance oh, on Saturday. Oh, it was great DJ, to see you. Did you have a good time in, uh, in Tulsa at the yeah, uh, they, OU Arkansas game? Sooners uh, played a great game, got the win, so that was uh, made it even better. So, yeah, it was uh, What did you think game. about the whole situation? I was shocked at how many – I knew Arkansas fans would have the majority of the fans, and they had the last couple of years. I knew that. Mm-hmm. I was surprised how overwhelming it was. Oh, no, 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 no. So. That was by far the least overwhelming it's been. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But it was still a lot in the middle oh, yeah, section is what I'm talking about. Like, they took over the whole uh, court side, and all the OU fans were sitting at the end like, hey! Yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to uh, give it up to Sooner fans because I'd say the last couple of years it's been 80-20 maybe. Yeah. And uh, that felt 60 40 about 60-40, yeah. I would say it was 60-40 probably. Yeah, definitely right. more Sooner fans than we've had in the past, so. No, it's fine. Very good. Now, did you guys find a lower bowl seat? We did. Or did you have to go back up top? We did. No, we, we found a lower bowl seat and sat in the yeah. lower bowl the whole time. Amazing. So, yeah. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Upper bowl tickets, but stole somebody's lower bowl seat. Stole seats. nobody's seat. See, uh, what we did was we were up there, and I was getting vertigo. I thought I was going to fall oh, over. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> it was too high up there. We, we were second to the last row, so I'm laughing. We were way up there. And Katie said, let's just go downstairs and stand for a little bit. We were like 30 minutes uh, before tip-off. Uh-huh. And I said, all right. And that's when we, you were looking for us, and uh-huh. we uh, said, turn around. You said, we turn around. We waved at you, yeah. Yeah, you waved at us. Uh, and then Katie said, look over there. Like, There's nobody sitting in that entire section. Yeah. And so we went and sat in that to section. To our left? To your left. It was the section yeah. that Behind Mr. OU was in. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so we were like, all right. And we went and sat, and there were like three completely empty rows. And we went and sat down, and I looked on SeatGeek, and I said, hey, every one of these seats and all three of these rows are for sale on SeatGeek right now. And it had already tipped off. So we're like, well, we'll just sit here. Nobody's going to come along. Wow. So wow. We, we messaged some friends. They came down and sat with us. and so Kids, yeah. if you're listening, That's the way to we do, do not That's condone the way to do it. this type of unethical <laughs> behavior. I told, Toby, I told Katie, I was like, I'm going to tell Toby, uh, Toby this, and then he's going to get on to me for uh, my behavior. Sit in the seat you've purchased, kids. Sit in the seat you've purchased. I'm, well, I'm glad you were in the building. Did, did you get any uh, Sooner fans coming up to you saying, hey, man, glad you're here, anything like that? Uh, or uh, ref listeners? One and then one. One, I uh, was walking up the sidewalk, and an officer controlling traffic yells, Love the radio show! Nice. And I, uh, we all turn around and laugh and wave at him. And uh, KCK Tulsa came police. up at the uh, arena, said hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texted her to the KCK. show. Yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, no, just Mr. OU. Me and him uh, talked for a minute, but um, it was a nice time. Nice time. All right. Well, we got to talk about the basketball game a little bit yes, later on. Yes. But I'm glad. I'm glad you had a good time. It was. Uh, I think it was lifting, uplifting for everyone. I know Porter told me after the game that he used it motivationally with his team before the game, uh, letting them know that you were in the house, and uh, it looked like it worked because they came out like a barn on fire. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm sure it was. That was the whole reason. Yes, I'll take full credit. Yeah. 
No, it, it meant a lot to the team to see you and the family there, I know. And to uh, to me, meant a lot to me. So I'm glad you were able to make it down and back and all that kind of stuff. And uh, Very cool. I have a uh, Kevin Henry story to tell you at some point. I've been waiting for this because you texted me at some point this weekend and said he's the gift that keeps giving. And I didn't ask because I didn't want it on a text. I said, right. I'm going to wait. i got to hear this on Monday because it's got to be something good. Friday night we went out to eat together. And uh, I thought we almost made it through a lovely dinner with really nothing to talk about. And then dessert. And I was like, you know what? What an individual this is. So, yeah, we've got another Kevin Henry story coming up. <laughs> what an individual. What an individual. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, he took me to a, uh, a restaurant. I went to, we went to a Korean barbecue. But I've never been to one like this. It was where you uh, cook your own food. Over the, uh, there's like a little uh, uh, grill in the table, built into the table. Oh, on the table? Like I've been yeah. to like Genghis Grill where you like pick all your stuff and then hand it to the guy. And it was he, almost like a hibachi where it. you cooked your own stuff. Huh. There was a thing in the middle. And uh, uh, yeah, you pick out what you want and then they tell you how long to cook it on each side and you cook it. And it was really good. It's a scam. Because I could see, like I was telling Kevin, I was like, you know, the owner's like, I can't believe people are doing this. They're paying money, and we don't even have to cook the food for them. Uh, they'll pay extra for this. It's like the uh, Kramer Pizza Place where you cook your own pie. Yeah. Seinfeld's exactly. like, why would I want to cook my own pizza? <laughs> yeah. It's an experience, though. You're paying for the experience, you know. So we had a good time. But, uh, yeah, I'll tell you the Kevin Henry story coming up a little bit later. What else do you do this weekend? Anything else besides the shoot and the Sooners and stealing seats from other people? Um. No, not really. I started my Christmas wrapping yesterday, which I despise. I may hate Christmas. I may no, hate I wrapping gifts. presents more than anything in the world. Uh, I love everything about Christmas except wrapping presents. So I started yesterday and uh, got some Save done. them all for Christmas Eve. I'll come over a little bit early and I'll wrap all your gifts for you because I love wrapping presents. Huh, I may do that. Although That's I, a lot, though. I text my wife like at one point. We've, gifts for we've wife, discussed so. this before, and I said, "Here I am, wrapping decorated boxes that are already decorated with wrapping paper." Yeah, you don't have to do that. Yeah, she makes me. She likes to have them wrapped, even with their decorative Man. box. She what make, a she doesn't make me, she but is, I know huh? there would be massive disappointment come Christmas morning if there was just a box. <laughs> like even like gifts for other people, family, whoever. She wraps the decorative boxes. That's just how she's always rolled. So, am I bringing you a gift on this uh, big Christmas? No, 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 no. Are there no, gifts no. exchanged at this? No, thing? no, no. I'm probably going to get not, you a gift because no. it means a lot to my family that you no, guys are you're involving not, us. Do in not this. get us a gift. You probably uh, will get just you bring a gift. Uh, bring some pink dip and you'll be fine. So, okay. Well, I can do that for sure. So. Uh, well, I'm sorry about that. I was supposed to start wrapping gifts yesterday, but it got away from us a little bit. So I'm uh, going to have to uh, push that. Maybe today I can start wrapping some presents. But it doesn't take me near as long as it takes you because we only I'm have terrible two or three at gifts it. per person in our house. And you guys have 20 to 30 gifts per person <laughs> in your house. So I could see maybe why you don't like it very much. Right. Um, all right. Well, we got stuff to talk about. So let's don't dilly-dally. Um, 
text line 405-651-3439. Thoughts, comments, questions, that's where you go. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. We'll get after it on a Monday morning next. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. McIntyre Law brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Accidents, personal injury, product liability. Specialized in a large uh, range of cases. Personal injury law firm, McIntyre Law, one 877 917 or Chevrolet text line. Good morning, boys. We've got a squad this year. I'm always excited for b-ball, but the level has increased. Have a great day. That's from Sooner Bump. Yes. We got a squad. They're uh, they're a squad, and they're fun, and they're uh, they're good. They're good. I'm waiting to get to this conference play to see if they're really good, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm waiting on that for yeah, a couple yeah, of yeah. weeks. Don't now. get don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> don't get ahead of Great yourself. Great week. Great week for the team. That's for sure. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Loved the basketball call in Tulsa. So glad Billy 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 is returning for his senior season. Have you heard anything concrete on Stutz? Happy for Dylan, but he does look better in crimson and cream than green and yellow. Have a great day, Boomer. That's Sooner Judy. Still all quiet on the Stutzman front besides. Well, right. I guess people are holding out some hope here. Yeah. I'm not sure why. I guess just because he hasn't officially declared anything yet. Um, But... Yeah, I haven't heard anything. As far as I know, he's going to the NFL draft. If if uh, something has changed, I'm not sure why or what it would be, but no, I have not heard anything. I guess he hasn't helped any by not announcing officially, and he didn't help with the podcast with the way he dropped the one line about. Oh, I, didn't I hope hear they this. don't. Well, they they were talking about the uh, senior day and that they brought the parents out and they did some videos and stuff and that people were crying and this and that. And he's talking about how emotional it was. And he goes, I hope they don't do that next year. So as if I'll be there when they do that, you know, he's flirting with us. he's flirting. Yeah. And it was in it. So that people read into that over the weekend. Mm, and so right. but right. from everything right. you hear, you could stay if you want, Danny. Yeah. By all means. Yeah. Feel free to stay. But. Everybody's still speculating that, you know, they're pretty sure he's he's going to the draft. So We're going to we'll get see. into the Swiftco roofing and construction uh, transfer portal talk here coming up in a bit. Brent Swiftco will come to your house. <laughs> That's exactly right. How about them Sooners? I'm a believer. Porter doing great things in Norman. Burley Boomer. That's exactly right, Burley. And in Tulsa. I can't wait to talk about Eric Musselman with oh, you either. No, this is the text we got here from Camo. Eric Musselman is the perfect example of what little man syndrome is. I am so glad that that guy is not a coach at the University of Oklahoma. What an embarrassment. Wouldn't you see it a different way if he was, though? You'd see him as this fiery, so. passionate little dude? I don't think so. Okay. I think okay. I would say the right things publicly. But come home to my wife every night and say, 
Ah, oh, Lee, I can't believe I've got to cover that guy. I Which just, is exactly what you used to do with Lon Kruger. I mean, oh, Lon Kruger, insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I did see Keith Smart after the game. I was back by the locker room when we were off the air. Drake and I were leaving, and Coach Smart was walking down the hallway to head to the bus and had a very cool moment. Uh, he he actually, like, shook our hands and stuff, and I was like, Coach, I was in Indiana in the late 80s. I was going to high school, went to Steve's high school. The shot, all that kind of stuff, it's just an honor to meet you. And it was, it was very cool. It was, uh, you know, because – if you he is a Hoosier icon because of well he was a good player but mm-hmm. that shot, the shot is the shot in Indiana history and so to get to meet him in person was really cool. Look at you going all fan and he's been uh, through cancer. He's he's a cancer survivor and things like that. So yeah, that was uh, that was kind of neat. I did fanboy out a little bit on Keith Smart. It's all right to do that from time to time. It's possible that. Um, Musselman went by me, too, and I just didn't see him. I'm not sure. <laughs> He's the guy that walked under your legs and kept going. <laughs> hey, watch it, guys! Actually, he had some very nice things to say about OU after the game, and I'll play those for you coming up. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> not to overreact, but this year's Hoops team is possibly the greatest collection of collegiate players the eyes have ever seen. So, <laughs> so happy to see Porter starting to get fruit from the tree. I don't want to thump my own chest, DJ, but I did say after five minutes of the scrimmage before the season started that this was a Final Four team. <laughs> I think you did say that, yeah. And I was only kidding. Unless they actually make it to the Final Four, then I'm totally claiming that as a prediction. They look pretty good. It's uh, it's wild how quickly they've gelled together. Because they look like a team that's played together for two or three years. I'm telling you, the extra boost of motivation came on Saturday morning when they found out you were going to be in the building. (laughs) If they're inspired by that, we're all in trouble, okay? (laughs) Uh, Arkansas stormed the court after they beat Duke. The only thing they stormed at the BOK was the exits before the game was over. Boomer Sooner. That's right. We had a a massive pig exodus. There was. There was. I like it. They're all squealing as they went out. (laughs) I'm telling you, that Oklahoma and Arkansas over the next 10 years across the board is going to be fantastic. It is going to, you know, we'll keep playing Bedlam in some form or fashion. You know, they'll have non-conference. But Oklahoma-Arkansas will replace Bedlam. Yeah, it, as a rivalry. In fact, I, my friend turned around to me at one point and he goes, "Yeah, this is the this is the big rivalry that replaces something along those lines that yeah. replaces Bell." And at one point, Bronx looked at me and said, "What's wrong with these people?" Yeah, and I said, "Yeah, true. this is going to be it. This is going to be the group that highly annoys OU fan for a long time, and it becomes a." That was game. the Woo Pig Suey, and I felt like they dialed it back a little bit this year. They dialed it back because they were getting beat the whole game, but before the game, it was like, oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. walking through the uh, concourses and sitting in the seats doing it and just calling the hogs constantly. But yeah, a lot of calling of hogs during yeah. the game. They didn't have any reason to. Oh, you jumped out and never really let it go, and so they it, it. Yeah, like you said, it was a bunch of little piggies running out before the game was over. So, 
Um, didn't do one it went to the market. The <laughs> one went home. They went wee 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 all the way home. <laughs> no, no, that's Tawi Walker. That's Tawi. <laughs> Sorry, I should have fit him in somehow Saturday. I didn't even think about that. Loco Ohio says, "What a game on Saturday! This men's team has to be the most excited, te- uh, exciting team in a while." Toby, great reaction whenever the scores table lost connection. You, sir, are the definition of a professional. Mm. Wow, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, we lost Ethernet for. Uh... Uh-oh. A couple of minutes, second half, so we had to go cell phone. Oh, wow. Not for long, just for a few possessions. But uh, not the first time that's happened, uh, unfortunately. And did it uh, in the Cotton Bowl for OU Texas for an extended amount of time a few years ago. But uh, uh, thank you. Drake. Drake's our engineer. He's the one that got all that set up and arranged and got us back on the air and everything. That's why we got him with us right there. Well, more than that, but that's <laughs> that's uh, when things like that happen. Yeah. When when uh, the proverbial, you know, what hits the fan, and you're trying to call a game at the same time, there's no time to be trying to fix your equipment. <laughs> and uh, so, thank God he was with us on Saturday. But it wasn't just us; the whole the whole arena Ethernet went out for just like five minutes. This texter says, I was inspired by your fajita talk, so I had steak, chicken, and shrimp fajitas last night. Also, nice. man, that cooked bacon on Saturday was great, Porter. Uh, Porter has them cooking. That's right. That's right. I'm glad we could inspire some fajitas, TJ. We talked the... about fajitas? Yeah, I remember your mom uh, hates oh, the sizzling. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Sizzling. Uh, she <laughs> gets annoyed by the people that have uh, dash, uh, audacity. To order fajitas <laughs> makes a make a scene out oh, of it. It's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> uh, how does anybody eat that? I'm like, what steak and chicken? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> it's all dramatic. That's Give me one more. Puking. One more. Uh, I could not go to the game on Saturday, but I listened to Toby while driving to OKC. First half of the game, OU player got fouled. Toby says, "Sandwich by two pigs." Great stuff, <laughs> Lynn A from Owasso. <laughs> Thank you, Lynn. I felt sharp on Saturday. <laughs> uh, there might have been a few lines that are regrettable. <laughs> I don't know. 6.34 in the a.m. Uh, I do have the Eric Musselman ejection, Teach. We, uh, we may have to play that when we uh, come out of this next break for folks. That was quite a moment. Quite a moment. We'll take a break. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. A little hot there with the music, sorry, I think. Sorry, premature hot. on the music, sorry. Jeez. How about that guy? What's the deal with that guy? He's just uh, tightly wound and just different, man. It's He's emotional to the point where... It affects him and his team. I mean, that's all there. All you can say to it. It's not just OU that this has happened with him in the game. So he is a hothead and cannot control his emotions. And he easily gets triggered by officials. That's for sure. I mean, Porter's intense. He, yes. And after Musselman got ejected, every time Porter would argue with anything, all of the Razorback fans were, you know, Larry, come here, not teeing him up like he teed our guy. 
if you can't tell the difference between that and that, I mean, I'm sorry, but you got to go to the optometrist or something. Like, I'm not saying Porter doesn't, you know, once in a while tiptoe on the edge of deserving oh, a technical foul. Oh, he absolutely foul. does, yeah. But Musselman looked like a raving lunatic. Like he was going to climb up uh, Keith Kimball and scratch his eyes out, you know? I mean, he looked like a a cat in heat. <laughs> no joke. He's a an, he's an massively immature human being on the basketball court. Great recruiter. Obviously, very good basketball coach as well, but he's got to get control of himself a little bit. It is embarrassing. He does, and you're not joking. So we were sitting on the end of the court, like I was saying, uh, opposite their bench. So when that timeout came, you know, this is just a timeout. You just, you know, kind of do your thing that you do in a timeout. You turn to each other, talk, or whatever you're going to do. And what you just said described that perfectly because – I'm sitting there seeing all the OU guys come to their bench and then over their heads, because they're, they're tall, you know, I see his head pop up and it. I thought he swung at first. I don't know. It looked like he was about ready to kill someone, but he's so little. He, he, did, he did. He just leaped in the air just screaming and someone caught him. And I'm like, Eric Musselman's going nuts. And we all start watching, and that's how he's immediately, you know, gets the tee and gets thrown out. But it's exactly how you described it from where we were sitting, because it was just like he comes flying through the air, just completely out of control. And had they not caught him, I don't know what would have happened. Now, maybe he would have stopped and backed off. But he would have bounced off of Keith Kimball. That's he, what would have happened. He would have done something, but it was... It was just, he just erupted on a call that they got right. I, I don't even know what he was so mad about. I, I, I've been asked several times. My best guess is, because if you remember, uh, Rivaldo Suarez got teed up as well. Mm-hmm. There were I a lot think, of tees in that game, actually. There were six technical fouls handed out. Two of them on Musselman. Three of them on this sequence. I think Suarez must have said something to Musselman or to the Arkansas bench on his way to our bench i don't know this for sure but i was watching the tv copy back yesterday and it looked like maybe that happened otherwise i don't know how suarez got a technical so i think maybe he said something to musselman or to their bench and that lit his fuse and yeah because it was i mean things weren't going well no but it was on a play that a ball went out of bounds and it was given to arkansas and it wasn't that big of a there was nothing really in that play to be that angry about. But he went absolutely bonkers. So listen to this. Um, I was talking to Porter. I don't know if it was Friday night or Saturday. And he said the game two years ago was the only time in his career, and it happened against Saturday, when he didn't shake hands with an opposing coach. He says Musselman comes out like right before tip-off, and he doesn't, you know how most coaches go to the other bench and shake hands before a game? Sure, right. He doesn't. He just goes right to his bench. He's like, I was ready to shake his hand, and he just turned and went right to his huddle. I was like, all right, that's interesting. And then he got ejected, so they didn't shake hands after the game. So it happened again Saturday, and then obviously it happened Last year, before the game, the only time they've shaken hands, in three years, the only time Porter and Musselman have shaken hands was after the 2022 game. And that was heated because 
That's the game that Arkansas dunked it at the buzzer up 10 or whatever. Right. And Porter was ticked off. So I'm telling you, if these two coaches stay at OU and Arkansas, this basketball series is going to be off the rails. Because can you imagine them in true road environments? Like they're going to absolutely hate Porter in Fayetteville. And – Musselman and Norman is going to be, I, I assume what it is, Musselman everywhere he goes, which is just, you uh, know, the first time it's going he to be hits fantastic. the court here, yeah, it's going to be, he's going to hear it. So All that being said, he did have some very nice things to say about the Sooners after the game. Here's Eric Musselman post-game thoughts after Oklahoma beat him on Saturday. They're, they're really well coached. They play really hard. They understand their roles. It looks, I'm not in their locker room. It looks like they accept their roles. Um, they looked connected. Uh, they play really good defense. They're very physical uh, on the backboards. Uh, in my opinion, they have, um, you know, Godwin's, uh, his role of, being a great complimentary piece, he's 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 one of the best in college basketball uh, at going vertical. He's one of the best players at not needing the ball in his hands to affect the game. Uh, so really, really impressed with him, uh, in particular with his demeanor on the court. Um, you know, he, in my opinion, he really excels uh, at his role. And you're talking about, you know, a guy who had seven points, but I think he's, I think he's phenomenal at, at what he does and what he gives them. That was uh, it felt to me, TJ, to be very complimentary toward OU. It also felt to be maybe some pointed comments toward his own team, a little bit there. Sounded like it, Talk, maybe. Yeah, players accepting, accepting their roles, their roles yeah, not needing the ball in their hands and things like that. Uh, Brazil was hurt. So we did not see Arkansas at full strength. He was out there, but you could tell he wasn't his normal self on Saturday. But that's a team that is Arkansas I'm talking about that is chock full of talent and potential NBA guys and just aren't playing like it right now. Like that <clears throat> there was uh there was some one on one ball going on and you know, Oklahoma was the better team. I mean, they deserve to win it. I don't know if Oklahoma is more talented than Arkansas. Probably not. I mean, Oklahoma is really talented. But if you just brought in an NBA scout, and there were 15 of them there, I think, Saturday, and you said, you know, add up the talent, who's got more talent, I think Arkansas wins that battle probably. But Oklahoma played better team basketball by miles and and thus, thus got the win. So I would not write off Arkansas. I know they're six and four, and for a team that's been to three straight six, Sweet Sixteens and started the season ranked in the top fifteen, that's a disappointing start to the year. But you can see the pieces there. That if he can get them to play together, they're gonna be a force to be dealt with in the SEC this year. Because Mark, um, Brazil, obviously. Uh, the the kid that comes off the bench, I'm not sure why he comes off the bench, but Battle might be their best player. Uh, Caleb Battle, 
Devo Davis has been a really nice player for a long time. They got the Layden Blocker kid who was one of the top recruits in the country coming out of high school last year. Chandler Lawson, Jalen Graham, Makai Mitchell, Jeremiah Davenport was hitting three. I mean, they are they are loaded with talent. They just kind of got they got out basketballed in this one, you know. I mean, OU's it's remarkable, Tej, for a team that like met each other two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. How well OU plays together already this season. That's what I, you know, I mean, Musselman just said it, and, and credit Porter because uh, this is a big. This was a. This is and uh, was a big season for him, and to to bring that many guys in, and to get it to gel and work as well as it appears to have so far, is a credit to him. I mean, nobody expected him to be nine and zero. Nobody, you know, we had said going into last week, man, you get one of those two or. Two of the next three, you're sitting pretty good, and they got the first two with Providence and Arkansas. So it's just a great start to the season, and they have gelled together very well. And, um, I mean, Musselman said it best. It just appears that everyone knows their role and accepts it, and things flow very well. They move the ball well. They kind of just they work so well together, and, and it's amazing because they haven't been together that long. Yeah, and that's easier when you're winning. Sure, absolutely. It's hard to complain when you're winning. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. They're not going to go some, through some adversity. Soon. Thirty, yeah. thirty-two uh, and zero, or whatever. Well, hey, hey, how do you but, know that? Don't well, know that maybe yet. I don't. I mean, hopefully they do. But uh, I, 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 it is. This is really my first opportunity to travel with them this weekend, like be in the hotel and eat with them and all that kind of stuff, and see how they interact with each other. And, you know, through the years from time to time, you can tell when players aren't happy that they're coming off the bench or or a coach will say something to you like, we got, I got a parent on my back about his kid not playing. You know, things like that. And my initial um, observation of these guys is that they're just – they're really tight. Like, they mm-hmm. really – they really like each other, which – that, I don't mean that to sound shocking. It's just, again, there's so many new guys. Like, they really ha- don't know each other. I know they've been here since the summer, but you know what I mean. They act like they've played together for three years. And that's um, two tough opponents, two comfortable wins, and Jalen Moore really wasn't a factor in either one of those mm-hmm. games either. So Not scoring-wise. Yeah, yeah, not scoring-wise, yeah. 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 All right, break time, 6.51. We'll talk a lot more OU basketball coming up back after this. Ref Army, it's time to join us once again for the Ref's Hal Smith Restaurant Group College Bowl Pick'em. Just head to ESPN.com, find the College Bowl Mania link, search for the group Unhitch the Wagon, and enter the password Sooners. If you've joined us in the past, it's even easier. Just click rejoin the league and you're in. So take your shot at great prizes and bragging rights with the Ref's College Bowl Pick'em, brought to you by the Hal Smith Restaurant Group. A Hal Smith gift card is good for things like dinner at Charleston's, burgers at the garage, brunch at Neighborhood Jam, and a whole lot more. Visit HalSmith.com and spread some joy this holiday season. Toby and TJ, T-Row in the morning show on The Ref Worldwide on the KREF app. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. Your personal injury attorney, proven record of success. one 877 917 or McIntyreLaw.com. A couple of texts here before we hit the top of the hour on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. All right, go ahead. 
what a horrible bedlam yesterday. I know it's Kish's opening year, and he doesn't really have his own guys there for most part, but good Lord, the team looked like they found out they were wrestling an hour before starting. Lost every aspect of hand fighting match after match and never on the attack. Not a good first bedlam. All right. <laughs> I saw they lost, but I did not watch yesterday, unfortunately. This person, uh, person not was happy. not happy. Not happy. Nope. Didn't like it. Two thoughts from Saturday. I think the NCAA should institute a rule if there are at least five technicals, a referee should be ejected, and it, his apparent muscleman got mad. He knew he wasn't taking off his shirt Saturday and wanted to leave early. That was Wildcat Chris. They were handing there, so them the out referee right. gets thrown out. Yeah, OU got three, and uh, Arkansas got three. Six total tees. There were some with and the, none OU. of them on Porter Moser, by the way. OU on a couple. I'm like, what was that one for? Wait, what was that one for? Like, they were just yep. throwing them around all over the place. So, but, well, sure. the one on Tega was bogus, it, but I see how there was confusion because he he was looking at Javian and yelling after he hit a big three and then they called the timeout and he was looking at Javian kind of just, you know, primal yell kind of a thing. Right. But Javian was between him and the Arkansas bench. And so the ref thought he was yelling at the Arkansas gotcha. bench. And okay. at that point, the heat had been cranked up pretty high in the arena. So <laughs> sure. Yeah. I didn't everybody know what that was one was on edge. It was, it was, yeah, it was a mistake. Top of the uh, top of the hour, seven o'clock. T Row in the morning show.